What's up, peeps? We're back. As always, I'm your host, Lee Bentz, and thank you so much for joining us on the AEW Insider. This is this week's Movies and More edition. I got some reviews for you. I got some trailers. I got a lot of good movie news, some TV news, some Grand Theft Audio Auto video game news, and some more. So let's get to it. Uh, remember to check us out on all social media, all podcasting platforms, Facebook and YouTube, the AEW Insider, and on Twitter, the AEW Insider 1. Okay, my first review was for Zombieland Part 2, Double Tap. Now, I won't front. I like Zombieland 1. I always wanted a sequel, but after it was so long, I didn't care if there was a sequel. When it was finally announced and I got to see it, I wasn't that impressed by the trailers of it at all. I gave it a gander this weekend, and I'm glad I did. Zombieland 2 was a really, really good time. It's a good time. It's a funny time. It's a fun time. If you're a huge fan of the first one, you're probably not going to like it because, you, uh, what you're called, it's not as good as the first. There's no way it can be, but it's not bad at all. If you like what you like in Part 1, you will love Part 2. I did give Zombieland, I forget it on Facebook, I gave on YouTube. I either gave it a 7.5 or an 8 out of 10. I think mm, I want to give it an 8, but I'm going to give it a 7.5 out of 10. But I thought it was going to be a lot worse than that. There's new characters in it. It's funny. Check it out. Also, I did watch episode 4 of Creepshow. This one was pretty good. It wasn't the best one I've seen. Last week's was episode 3, but this one was the second best one of the season. The first story was called The Companion. It had a fucked up killer scarecrow in it. Uh, it's about this kid whose older brother abuses him, not even a father or shit like that. So he's hiding from his older brother. His older brother finds him. It leads into this farm. There's a killer scarecrow, blah, blah, blah. It was a decent story. And the second story was called Lydia Lane's Better Half. It opens with a woman. She's like a boss in charge in an office in the sky rise. And there's two people in front of her, a guy and girl up for a promotion. She picks the guy. The guy leaves happy. The girl stays there and she's pissed. Come to find out those two are lovers. And she's fucking pissed as hell that a lover didn't give her a promotion. And crazy shit goes down. So episode four of Creepshow this week was really good. I do give it an eight out of ten stars. I did watch episode 5, which is American Horror Story 1984, a.k.a. Red Dawn. Uh, I usually don't do spoilers and shit like that, but the new episode's like on tomorrow or something like that. So if you haven't seen it already, fuck off. <laughs> nah, but it was really, really good. Everybody's been waiting for this. Everybody knows that the Camp Redwood or whatever it is story went over one night. It's been five episodes. So it actually, the night does end. It does show Dawn, what have you. But crazy shit goes down, man. Uh, People are coming back from the dead if they're worshippers of Satan like Richard Ramirez. Uh, a lot of main stars are getting fucking killed. But it, it has been revealed, like we thought with your hitchhiker, it is a ghost camp, just like Murder House was. If you get killed on those campgrounds, you can't leave and you will be haunting it as a ghost. So a lot of people you've seen get killed and you missed them you have came back. Some of them haven't yet, but they have been. So we got to see where this season goes now. We got four or five episodes left and it's only halfway through. It's fucking nuts. So I do give episode 5 of American Horror Story and 8 out of 10. And finally, I did watch the season premiere of HBO's Watchmen. And I have to say that I am highly, highly disappointed. 
I'm a huge Watchmen mark. I love the fucking graphic novel. I thought the movie was great. It wasn't as good as it could have been, but it definitely did the source material justice. But this show was a piece of shit. I found myself very bored. Even though it was Watchmen, it wasn't Watchmen. I didn't like it at all. I hope they switch it up and they change it around. or I won't be watching Watchmen. I give Watchmen season premiere a 6 out of 10 stars, which is blasphemy, but they deserve it. I can't believe they did that shit. All right, two big movie trailers were dropped this week. The first was Star Wars, Rise of the Skywalker, the final trailer for it. Out of nowhere last night, boom, no warning, no nothing, final trailer, Star Wars, it comes out like December 20th. It looks fucking amazing. They show them going back to the Death Star 2. They show Kylo and Rey fighting each other, also teaming up with each other, destroying what could be like a Darth Vader helmet. Uh, they show Rey in one part standing there and something's hovering above her. You can't really see it on screen, but you can hear this crazy breathing. I bet you my left nut that's Darth Vader. Uh, they show Chewbacca, they show Lando Carissian, the Millennium Falcon. You hear the Emperor, you hear Luke's voice. It looks fucking epic. I cannot wait. Uh, will be the longest Star Wars running time-wise. Like, the time it is, it's almost three hours. And also, like, how they do pre-sales. They released that yesterday and tickets went on sale. Right now, it's the highest-selling fucking movie in history. Even more so than the Avengers movie this fucking summer. And one day, it's already got the highest ever. So we can't wait for the new Star Wars. And finally, for trailers this week, we do have Bloodshot. Now, Bloodshot's an old graphic novel, which is a bloody, mature graphic comic book, and it's awesome. If you don't know Bloodshot, what it is is that the character is a mixture of Wolverine and the Punisher. Vin Diesel's playing him in a movie. So I say he's like Wolverine because he's got healing. He can get shot, he can get cut the fuck up, and his body will heal. And the people he does like to kill are bad people, you know what I mean? He's a vigilante. So, I mean, the graphic novel is awesome. Vin Diesel looks awesome in it. I hope it does kick ass. And there's this one seat in the trailer when they actually show half of Vin Diesel's face getting blown the fuck off by like a shotgun, and it looks awesome. All right, my recommendation of the week. Like I said in the YouTube show, I apologize if I forget. For the wrestling show, I like to do a match of the week. For this show, I like to do a recommendation of the week. If I forget, it just slips my mind and I apologize. Uh, my recommendation of this week is the movie Alpha Dog. Now, this movie is based on a true story, so I don't care about spoiling it, whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's been out for fucking years, and you should have read the story, too. But what it's about is this guy, he's a drug dealer. His dad's a drug dealer, what have you. They make a lot of money. Uh, what you call it, he fronts this guy some weed. This guy does not fucking pay him. So when a drug dealer's out and about with his buddies, he sees the guy who burnt him on his money, his younger brother, out and about on the streets, and they literally kidnap him. They really don't want to fucking bring the kid any harm. They really didn't mean anything by it. They just want the brother they know he have him, and they want them to pay his money back. Well, shit goes crazy, man. Like, the weed dealer calls his lawyer, and the lawyer's like, you did what? Or who did what? You can get life in jail for doing that. So once they hear that, the kids are freaked the fuck out. It's not like they can just return the kid because they're afraid what'll happen, what have you. So the kid ends up getting fucking killed. And it's one of the most craziest, saddest stories ever, but the movie's so fucking good. The story is good, the cast is amazing, what have you. If you not have not seen Alpha Dog or have not seen it in a while, definitely give it another gander. 
All right, Pete, so I'll, we're going to take a break real quick. we got to pay the bills. I will be coming back with some movie news, some TV news, video game news, uh, random news, plus uh, what's opening this week and the, excuse me, weekend box office. All right, Pete, we'll be right back. All right, Pete, we're back. Let's finish up this show. On to some movie news. Marvel movies, the MCU universe, are in talks to make a live-action Spider-Man multiverse movie. You know how they made the cartoon one like two years ago when they can get different Spider-Mans for different dimensions? Well, they wanted to star the current Spider-Man and Andrew Garfield and the original Tobey Maguire. So they want to get all three Spider-Mans on screen at the same time to film a multiverse Spider-Man, which will be fucking epic. Ant-Man 3 has been greenlit for a sequel. I liked Ant-Man 1. It was decent, definitely for the kids. 2, I've only seen half of, but I liked what I've seen. But Part 3 will be on its way in time. Warner Brothers is after Michael Keaton to reprise his role as the Cape Crusader in a Batman Beyond live-action film. People who have gotten to see a preview of Terminator Dark Fate are saying it kicks ass. Every person I see when I read what they said, their review of it, they said it's the best Terminator since Terminator 2. And Linda Hamilton kicks fucking anus in it. I'm stoked for this one, peeps. Uh, Aquaman and Game of Thrones star Jason Momoa wants to play Wolverine in Marvel Universe's reboot of the X-Men. Evil Dead's Bruce Campbell has revealed that Sam Raimi has picked a new director for a new Evil Dead film. Yes, but he's also picking another person to play the role of Ash. So we're getting a new Evil Dead movie, but Bruce Campbell won't be playing Ash, unfortunately. Can't have your cake and eat it too, I guess, peeps. Uh, Speaking of Sam Raimi, he's going back to his horror movie roots. We know that's where he started off at. He hasn't done one in 10 years. His last horror film was Drag Me to Hell. Not much is known about this film except that it is a mix of the movie Misery and the movie Castaway. So imagine Misery like Kathy Bates' crazy ass but done on a a stranded fucking desert island. Uh, It's going to be crazy. Three from Hell star Bill Mosley is portraying a creepy killer cannibal clown in his next film. It's called Crepitius. They are rebooting Interview with a Vampire, but they're doing it as a television series. They're casting for the vampire Lestat and a frontrunner and who people want are American Horror Story star Cody Fern. He's the one who played the Antichrist last year in Apocalypse and he's in this season as the gay dude that did the porno. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, It's going to be called The Vampire Chronicle Books. There have been rumors that The Rock will play Shazam's nemesis, Black Adams, for years now. Well, it is confirmed, and Black Adam will start shooting July of 2020. So you know after they make Black Adam, then they're going to make a Shazam-Black Adam crossover. After great reviews for Once Upon a Time, Quentin Tarantino was seriously considering doing a horror film. Fans love the blood and gore of his movies like Django and Once Upon a Time and are clamoring for more. Let's hope that Tarantino does deliver on this. 
Well, Jamie Lee Curtis is done with her shooting for Halloween Kills, which I don't get. I know they only started shooting like a month, a month, and a week ago. So unless they did all her scenes first and just got them done and over with, which makes no sense to me, unless it's scheduling uh, conflicts, that she might actually die in this one, like the rumors have been saying. She might have got killed off and she's done, because that movie's going to take like anywhere from three, five, six months to shoot. Uh, as I reported, Jonah Hill did turn down the role of the Penguin and the Riddler. And since he did, Seinfeld's Jason Alexander has put in his bid to play the Penguin in the film. Kevin Smith has confirmed that there will be a Mallrats 2. I already told you last week you confirmed Clerk's 3. Well, Mallrats 2 is going to be on the way also. Norman Reedus, a.k.a. Daryl from The Walking Dead, is in negotiations to come back and star in The Boondock Saints. They're talking about making a Boondocks 3 movie, and of course they need him back. Boondock Saints is amazing. 2 was a letdown. Let's hope they get it right with 3. Now, John Chow, or Cho, a.k.a. Harold of Harold and Kumar, a.k.a. Sulu, he was injured on the set of a live-action TV show. It's for Cowboy Bebop. It's like a famous anime cartoon and a comic book. He's the star of it. He got injured shooting a couple episodes, and now it's being put on hold for seven to nine months. Cobra Kai star Nicole Brown, who plays Aisha on the show, has been fired, which is crazy. She's very sick and she's a lead of money. She lets that be known. And she does all these weird side gigs. So that might be the reason why. They're saying it's because season three is going to shoot a lot of it in Japan. But why would they just fire her? The rest of the cast, the ones that aren't going to Japan, aren't fired. So who knows? But best of luck with that gal. And Ted Bundy's girlfriend is breaking her silence after all these years, and she's doing a documentary for Amazon. All right, now that Grand Theft Auto video game news I told you about. The location for Grand Theft Auto 6 might have been leaked. I have been praying for it to go back to this location for eons. And that's right, Pete's Vice fucking city. Vice City had the best story, the best music, the best atmosphere. The look at it was amazing. Uh, there's a location scout for Florida whose paperwork was leaked. And it pretty much says that she's been taken around, well, you know, not even recently, but before and recently, for, for a while now, a big, big video game company to scout locations. And everybody's saying it's Rockstar. So let's keep our fingers crossed. All right, and just real quick, Stephen King is turning his home. It's located in Maine. It's going to be a museum, and it also is a writer's retreat, where five writers at a time can stay there and write their next bestseller. That's very cool. All right, peeps, opening in theaters this week, uh, they have a movie called Black and Blue. What it is is some shady cop story. This woman's a cop. The force turns on her. There's bad cops and shit goes down. It's a black movie like all black cast. And then also we do have Countdown. My daughter wants to see this and I do too. I don't want to pay to see it in the movies though. I'll wait till it comes out. But it's about an app. Everybody thinks this app's so much fucking fun. You download it on your phone and it actually tells you when you're going to die. So it's great when it says you're going to die at 67 years old or you still got fucking 70 years to live. But it's not so great when you're going to die in two and a half days or as you know 16 hours and when the ding does count down people get fucked up so that's what's opening this week and finally we do have weekend box office for the past weekend maleficent 2 knocked the joker out of its number one spot 
But even for so, for what the movie cost and what it was supposed to make, it was a failure, Maleficent, according to the studio, what have you. But you got to give it its props. It had number one. Number two was Joker. Number three was Zombieland. Two, Double Tap. Number four was The Addams Family. And number five was Will Smith's Gemini Man. Right now they're predicting as Will Smith's movie keeps going this bad, the movie studio is going to take a $75 million loss on that movie. Will Smith can't catch a break, man. Like I said, I do have to find time to watch it because I think it looks good. All right, peeps. Well, that's it. I'm going to edit this video, put the same video up on YouTube for people who just watched the YouTube. I'll be back friggin' uh, what you call it, Thursday with this week's wrestling podcast. And I'll be back this weekend with some more YouTube videos and maybe some more podcasts. So remember, check us out on all podcasting platforms, anchors, uh, Spotify, Google, iTunes, and on Facebook and YouTube, we're the AEW Insider. And check us out on Twitter, the AEW Insider 1 as a number one. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benz, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Ciao, peeps. It's the AEW Insider.